Welcome to Wellhouse Exorcism. I'm PJ. And I'm Shanna. Hi! We're here too! I'm Laura. And I'm Ray. The whole family. Mm. Not really. Just a couple of us. Just yeah. a few. Just a few. Good representation. The That's t- correct. The typicals. The, t- <laughs> the normal. The usual suspects. The, yes. The typicals. You know, when, when we got married and we could have changed our last name to anything, I didn't think about the typicals. I kept saying to Ray that we should be the wonderfuls. Ooh. Mr. Oh, and Mrs. Wonderful. I always wonderful. wanted to name a child detective. <laughs> I know. But just think, if they'd gone into the military, they could have been, like, Commander Detective Hayden or something right. awesome, you know? like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or if they went to medical school. <gasps> First aid kindergarten. Dr. Detective Hayden. Mm-hmm. First aid kindergarten. Detective yes. Hayden. Here. What if they were? <laughs> Your first I had, clue is. I had to make sure, after I gave birth to my children, that the paperwork was correct and he hadn't touched it. Like, that was my biggest fear. Well, wasn't there a point in time where there was just a noise you were thinking of calling a child? No. I thought it was like a screeching noise, like or something. No, but that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know what she's talking about. You did. You, yeah. had, you had an idea at one point. It was like a wah noise, whatever. It I was a noise. It was ridiculous. Yes, yeah. it wasn't a name. And it then was there was a sound. conversation, like, how do you spell that out loud? Like, mm-hmm. that was like, how do you spell this? Yes, yes. I do. I do remember that when Sophie would cry, <laughs> she, like, screamed, so I wanted to buy her a Viking helmet. <laughs> Should have named her Valkyrie. Yeah, she should have. (laughs) Although I still think she sounded like a little kitten when she would cry. Just because you didn't see her when she was screaming. You know, how a cat cry. (laughs) (laughs) Shh, the kids are sleeping. I mean, you're not wrong, but it's a meowy sound. These little fur balls. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. I've heard cats like with hair balls. It's not so different. That was pretty different. <laughs> you never got to hear when she was screaming, like straight up screaming. <laughs> We're on our only date after we gave birth to her, going to the Philadelphia Ooh. Zoo. We get a phone call from your mother going, we made she a, won't stop crying. We made a half hour. Yeah, it was three oh, minutes. We were at Williamsburg. And we just hear in the background, ah! <laughs> there's something wrong with her. Oh, <laughs> no. That's just how she is. <laughs> <laughs> She's fine. Give her another bottle. Nope. Maybe you should have named her The Noise. Oh, we should have. Yeah. Matched her. That's it. Just The Noise. The Noise. Yeah. The Noise. Yeah. It sounds like a band, actually. Yeah. Ooh. It could be our band. We'll yeah. start. Oh, yes. Maybe it's a band that she fronts, Sophie Hayden and The Noise. She does oh. like singing. She's in choir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like where you're going with this. She took voice lessons. All right. So we're here to yeah, tell scary stories. Yeah, we should probably get creepy. Well, baby's um, crying is like pretty creepy. Any kids we have talking? We a white van like, outside. That is a different kind of creepy. <laughs> oh, okay. Not supernatural that, creepy. That More is like you have social issues creepy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. True crime. Anything happened at your house recently? Mm-hmm. Nothing recently. Nothing for a long time. Nothing for a long, long time. Actually, no. Lovely, I mean, happy thankfully. happiness. Yes, I would knock mm-hmm. on wood, but then yeah. you'll hear this in the podcast. I think I as of yesterday, wood. we hit the four-year mark for our house. I think it was September really? 18th. You, you, of course, you know the date. I'm pretty sure it's September 18th. I'm See, and I'm glad dates. you remember because it's been longer for our house. I don't yeah. remember how much longer. Probably yeah. a year or two. Yeah, it wasn't that much longer because we year. the sage i think it was a year yeah probably within i would say a year to six months mm-hmm. is probably the timeline from our house so that's helpful that you remember because it, it all blurs together especially I'm terrible at oh my gosh i know pandemic, it was september i've lost all sense of time 
<laughs> I just count toilet paper as my days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, Toby's coming in. Jingle, 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 jingle. jingle. That's not a ghost. That's Toby. <clears throat> that kind of reminds me of the ghost of Fred that runs through town, so they say. Oh, that, yeah. We have heard no he stories about change, that, though. like, recently. I'm not I, sure if he's gone on to his maker finally. I or haven't heard Fred in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so if he goes out, I don't really spend time. time. Well, you have to be out, like, twilight. That's when too. I usually walk low. Yeah, that's when Sophie and I go for bike yeah. rides. Back out. Like, I always hear him in the back, in the alley out here. Like, like um, it has to be, like, back alleys. Well, maybe that's You'd hear him, like, on Railroad Street. That's where you would hear him. Yeah. I've heard him there. I'll have to go walking a little bit more, apparently. Boogie, boogie, boogie. I've only ever heard him twice. Okay, so, PJ, you should tell the story of Fred really quickly, <clears> since <throat> we've right. mentioned Fred. So, so uh, <laughs> It's a good name. It is. We were in our backyard. Um, it was me and a couple of my friends. And uh, as we were talking, we heard, like someone walking by with like a lot of change in their pocket and this chink 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 and uh and we're like what is that and then like this black form like walked behind my friend down the street of the alley and like towards the little verizon center that we have and you know the one who was talking had his back to it but then me and my other buddy saw it and we're like oh my god like what did we what did we just see right now and uh Around the corner was a golf shop at the time, owned by, um, you know, a guy who everyone loves in town, uh, Mr. Musselman. Do you know the Musselmans? I anyway, see, like, he had a golf I shop do. there. He had a golf shop there, and uh, so we were talking to him about it. Like, you won't believe what happened to us yesterday. And he's like, oh, you mean Fred? And he's like, yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, people hear Fred all the time, especially over in the apartments. Uh, over at the mall and I'm like oh and so I had a friend who lived in the apartment and she's like oh yeah Fred <laughs> like I know Fred Everyone knows Fred, Fred. Um, Toby Fred who apparently gone. died with a lot of change in his pocket yeah likes going for jogs around the neighborhood mm-hmm. so what's your Fred experience I know you got Fred experience yeah I think it was one when I was uh, I mean I think more than once I've uh, just been walking Lola and it's the same kind of thing I've not seen anything but I, you just sort of like hear and you almost think it's like the jingle and that's why you know when Toby cat was coming yeah, in keeps walking around it <laughs> sort of sounds like that the jingle 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 yeah. you know and um, actually our dad would oh, sound yeah. like because dad always had change in his pocket so anytime dad was in a hurry Pat, that was exactly geez. well still he's to this still day alive. <laughs> well, well, he doesn't really carry the change and he doesn't he jog he doesn't good, jog yeah. at 81 the way he used to but yeah as kids you would like you know he'd like kind of jog to the car or whatever he could ching 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 and you would you would hear him hear those pockets go um but yeah so yeah i've definitely heard that um but not recently so that's i have what's not made me think really yeah, it almost sounds. It's not so different from you know if your your dog has like the rabies vaccine collars and and tags and all of that. It's oh, not my so dog's laying on the floor like she's dead right now. Aww. We're not giving her any more cheese. So she's Poor just thing. done. <laughs> she's, like she's having an existential crisis right now. Well, she's been through a lot. I mean, like she's lived through an exorcism in this house. She was here for that. Yeah, she was. Yeah. yeah. Moving on, let's yeah, discuss so let's that. Get let's get into the meat yes. of this. So when we right. finished last time, we were talking about the uh, voices we had heard in the attic and me freaking out because the one voice had said, you know, um, is that my baby? And I'm like, nope. Right? And so we had got the um, the house blessed. And that's when Father Don had mentioned the crucifix that's behind you, the St. Benedictine crucifix. Yeah. 
So we're going to flash forward now to Sophie being born because, you know, that's when things started heating up again. Yeah. 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 Baby monitor. So, yeah. but we're going to actually jump out of like um, timeline here for this just because we're going to do the baby monitor for Sophie and then Eli's because it's monitors, right? Right. right. So I, I do want to say like point blank, I do not like baby monitors. It was hard for me to even consider bringing one in this house when we had Alex because I really believe that I have PTSD from what happened with Sophie. Mm-hmm. When, and no joke, when we go to watch, what, what movie is it? I black out on it. Like I refuse Insidious. to even. Insidious. Well, yes. you, yeah, I don't watch it around you. So yeah. yeah. So we were watching <laughs> it and I think it was on TV. You're watching it and the mom's there playing the piano. It's the very beginning. She's playing piano and the monitor starts crackling and whatever. Immediately, I like I freak out. Like I've mm. tried to watch it multiple times, like even on YouTube to try and like get over this situation, and I just I start sweating and I start crying because of what happened with Sophie. So bringing a monitor in for Alex honestly was like a win in this family because <laughs> I didn't want to have one. Um, so at this point, Sophie's been born. It is you know August September time period. And um, I am doing grading because, of course, I'm on maternity leave, but that means nothing for a teacher. So I'm doing all my AP essay grading and I'm trying to train Sophie into using her crib because she's been in the, um, well, in the bassinet in our bedroom. But we have an, a, a friend coming in to take care of her during the day when I go back to school and I don't want her having to use the bassinet. Plus, Sophie's getting bigger. So I figure this is a good time to get her used to the, the crib. So I take her upstairs, I rock her in the rocking chair, she falls asleep, I make sure she's nice and tight and swaddled, put her in her crib, make sure the monitor's on, I come downstairs. At the time we had a dog named Bandit, who has since passed away, and uh, so we come down to the living room, I sit down on the couch, I pick up all the grading that I have to do, all on maternity leave, and Bandit does his little dog spinny thing on the, you know, the dog bed, finally lays down, and I'm just sitting there grading, and I hear over the monitor, and then Sophie starts crying and wakes up. And I was like, okay, she's not used to her crib. You know, it's a very open area versus a bassinet. Whatever, I expected this to happen. So I go back upstairs. I take her out of the crib. And I noticed that her swaddle is open. And I was like, wow, you little Houdini. It's amazing that you got all that swaddle because I'm pretty good at it. PJ's better, but like I'm okay at it. So I swaddle her. I rock her. Bandit's laying on his little rug in the nursery at that point. Rock her. She goes to sleep, put her back in the crib. And then Bandit and I leave. We go downstairs. I sit down on the couch, pick up my grading. And he goes, does his little doggy spinning thing again, you know, lays down. And it's not too much longer after that that I just start grading. Bandit's just laying down. And we hear again, but louder. And then she starts crying. And I was like, why is it knocking first? Like, is she hitting something or is this just the monitor? You know, because there's kickback and feedback with anything you use. So I go back upstairs and Bandit even went, kind of went, <sighs> like dogs do because he was so human that dog we go upstairs and i look in the crib and her swaddle is completely open and i was like geez you really are a houdini this is amazing swaddle her rock her back to sleep go back downstairs you know i put her in a crib go back downstairs bennett like gets on his bed and he's just annoyed i can tell he's annoyed and i know sooner sit down and pick up my grading and then i hear this oh 
I just scared the dog. <laughs> Sorry, Rosie. We're fine. We're okay. <laughs> but a super loud knocking. And then something got really, really close to the microphone, like to the, the monitor. And it wasn't like a human noise, but it wasn't not human, if that makes sense. Mm. But it was like a really creepy, like growl, like hiss and like shout. It was the weirdest. I can't even describe it. It was like, <gasps> like right into the monitor. Like it was awful. And so like all the hair sends up like on my arms. Bandit Howls jumps over this old, old beagle, vaults over the couch and runs up the stairs, and is clawing at the the, the nursery door because I close it, of course, and I'm still running upstairs to get up there because I hear the monitor Sophie screaming. And by the way, again, like I'm I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Like fact, you can see him. Like you don't want to hear a newborn screaming. That's not an okay sound to hear. Like it was the most horrifying experience as a mother to hear this like screaming of a newborn. I go in the nursery. Her blanket is off her and it's hanging over the crib, like out of the crib. And I'm like, okay, this definitely couldn't have been you because you're a newborn, you know. So I grab the blanket, grab her, and I have to drag Bandit out of the room because he's attacking the corner of the room, like attacking a corner. Nothing's there. But it's the same corner where my shoes were found during our previous um, discussion. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. So I took note. I dragged him out of, the, out of there. We go we hang out on the porch until PJ gets home. A lot of times I just kind of left the house until there was someone else who was more adulty than me <laughs> to go back in the house. Uh, but we were given, what, prayers at that point to say every night we put her to in her crib to make things better. Um, it got better, but we didn't use the nursery for a while after that. Like I said, yeah. you know, the pack and plays down here to our friend. I'm like, you can use that to put it down for naps. You don't need to go upstairs at all. Please don't go to the nursery. Like, <laughs> those situations for a while. Well, but anyway. You've, you've officially convinced me to not have baby monitors. They now, just your description has completely freaked me out. So, I yeah. want to get a new one. So uh, You should just go with... Um, the yeah, app like, on our yeah the app on our smartphone we like use so much better and it works we, just fine we, we got other options it's, it's just freaky <laughs> we don't need any monitors in this house <laughs> uh, no i mean and it, there is uh, yeah it, it, when you it, and the thing is it's one thing to hear it especially when you're near but you're not right there and that it's very unsettling because yeah. like if you can see it or if you're right there, like you feel a little more equipped to do something about it. But when you could just hear it and you're a distance away, it's it's so like you feel so helpless. And what was vindicating for me was Bandit running up there to save sure. a baby, but nowhere close to the crib because the crib was on the opposite wall. He was attacking the corner like yeah. against the like against the wall on the other side. And so I was like, okay, that's where my shoes were. I'm definitely noticing that. And like this just to me proves there's something in here that I can't see. Right. Which is important for later because we didn't use the nursery for quite a bit. But PJ's going to tell the we're going to flash forward a little bit just because the monitor thing with Eli was kind of keep, interesting. keep the theme of monitors. Yeah, then we're sure. going to go back in time to the right time. So, so go ahead. Yeah. So then, yeah, two years later, uh, we have Eli and um, we have the monitor set up, and uh, the apartments across the street when they were still there were like full of people, uh, and we kept getting feedback from the monitor of a baby crying and a woman like shushing the baby to sleep and if you don't know much about monitors like you do have a radius of area that you pick up so if you have a similar monitor and you're on the same wavelength you're going to pick up someone yeah, else's monitor because like a walkie-talkie they only you know they you can cycle through channels but monitors depending on how much you pay for the monitor like <laughs> the one we got only had two channels a and b yeah. 
And, and so our neighbor if, had a baby about the same age as it. Yeah, and if they had the same monitor and they're on the same channel, then we'd be able to hear each other. Uh, and so we're like, we're like obviously like this. We're just listening to neighbor across the street who has the same, you know, a child of the same age, pretty much, and and all that. Um, and it just happened relentlessly so like changed, all the time we changed from channel a to, to b. channel b like every other night we're changing back and forth yeah and we kept hearing this baby and this woman calming the baby and you know shushing it and it would go to sleep and everything you would hear shh, shh it's okay honey go to sleep shh, shh there there it's okay first we uh, talked to the the woman across the street and we're like hey you know like are you hearing like are you we were like, just are annoyed. you up at late uh, yeah. late at night with your right. baby and all so that? So we're like, you know, if we're having an issue where the monitors are inter- interconnecting each other, how about you choose A, we choose B for our channel. Right. And like, are you yeah. hearing us? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Are you hearing us? Because we're hearing you, yeah. we think. So and you choose A, we choose B, we're good. Yeah. And she's like, no, I hear that too. And, and she's like, I thought that was you. So they stopped using the monitor. Yeah. Because we asked them, like, when did you stop using it? And it had been, like, a, at least a week. They had turned off the mm-hmm. monitor. They had yeah. stopped using it. Like, we got sick and tired of hearing you guys with the baby, so we just turned our monitor off. And so then after that, we started to hear music from a wind-up mobile. We're like, we, we know that mobile. Like, that's the one that's in the attic right now. Basement. And it, it was Or basement. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's the standard baby music. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, ding. Yeah. But, you know, like, if you, me- if you mess with like a wind-up toy like as it's spinning if you just put your finger and like block it it'll mess with the rhythm and the tone of it and it sounded like something was doing that oh no super creepy or it was just winding down yeah but it sounded more yeah uh uh-huh ding 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 and that's when we were like, all right, turn the monitor off. We're going in there. <laughs> you can't make this up. Like, it just seems like to me you'd see, like, in a it's movie. So <laughs> it's so cliche. <laughs> so, yeah, like, monitors and us don't get along. No. Do not like monitors. Because of that. Any comments on that one? <laughs> Something really stupid. Like, did you and the neighbor have to have the same monitor for each other to pick each other up? Not necessarily, because no, if no. if they were on the same frequency, like if one oh, it's a frequency. If, yeah, if I'm one company really techie at all, guys. Yeah, so it's, like, it's just like a yeah, like I said, like a walkie-talkie. Like if they if one company set channel A to you know like so many hertz or whatever, yeah, and then the other company set their channel B to the same wavelength, you know. Mm-hmm. Listen, we had the standard Walmart issued one, so I'm sure they had the exact. Oh same yeah, one. oh like, yeah, everyone for had sure. ours. Yeah, <laughs> so it probably was the exact same. It one. could it could have easily been the same one. But yeah, so we just want to tell both monitor stories. You know, knock on wood, we haven't had any issues with Alex, but also the exorcism predates him, right? Mm-hmm. So, right, yeah. right. I was Plus, okay. you don't use a monitor for him, do you? Well, we don't. Ours died. So yeah, we, we had yeah. one, and then <laughs> stopped making noises. So we'll go back then to the back on the, the timeline, the proper one. So the Sophie monitor thing happens. I close up and I lock up the nursery. We even had like an eyelash hook. Like I was, is it eyelash? Hook, hook and eye. Hook yeah. and eye, yeah. yeah. So we have like, the eye. Like, it's closed up any way it possibly can be. I'm not going to use that room. Um, but we'd go in there to like get close for her or something. And I keep finding toys on the floor in the middle of the room. 
And, you know, we had the cutesy, like, you know, the little shelves in the walls. And we had those Raggedy Ann dolls that you got um, when you were on that trip for her. These would, they'd be on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the heck? Like, okay, I get gravity, but this is annoying. Like, and how is it falling and rolling to the middle? Whatever. I'm not going to really think about it too much. I'll just put them back. But then one night I'm carrying up a basket of laundry and the way the house is, you know, laid out, like you walk up the steps, you walk up the landing, and then you're right in front of my bedroom, but down the hall is the nursery. So I'm walking up, I'm in front of the door, and something catches my interest from the corner of my eye, and it's the nursery. The door is open. And it wasn't supposed to be, because it was supposed to be closed and locked. And I see toys flying off the shelves and coming out of her little, like, toy basket, if you want to call it that, and they're, like, swirling into the middle of the floor. And I'm like, heck no. So I dropped the basket downstairs and I'm like, we're done. We need holy water. And so I'm like spraying holy water in that room like no one's business. But that was that was fun. You Same needed a holy hydrant. Yes. Holy hand. <laughs> a holy hose. <laughs> holy hose. <laughs> they made that the time that we actually bought like salts to put across the floor. Yeah. We did that. Yeah, we did everything. We even had like we put lavender and salts i think like in like old socks or whatever and hung them from like, the, each of the walls too mm-hmm. so oh, it'd be yeah. cleansed so yeah. we have like lots did of stuff you guys do the sage thing that wasn't yet that was later oh yeah. remember you're the one who suggested that later yeah so at that point i'm like there's something going on in this room like listen i got bandit attacking corners i got toys flying mm, we need to do something yeah, so mm-hmm. we're still in 2011 right now the sage yeah. thing didn't come to 18 to oh. 2018 was it 18 yeah it was the same year as the time so wow, wacky so to me all right. Yeah. It just feels like it was like longer ago. That like, maybe, this well, maybe it was seventeen. It doesn't matter. But still, either way, yeah. God it was, wasn't it was after yeah. twenty eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So then, um, this is why I was hoping Jack would be here to tell his story, but um, he's not. So um, about that time, I start having like the weirdest dreams, and PJ makes fun of me, but like I have some really like specific and vivid dreams. Do I not? Oh yeah. He hates me because I can recall everything in the dream. And it's, like, super detailed to the point where, like, I'm mad at him. Like, if in my dream he, like, cheats on me or something, I'm like, I'm not talking to you. But I didn't do it. I oh, don't Oh, and her care. dream explanations take, like, a half hour Yes, there's like, so much happening in my dream. It's a tale. <laughs> it is. Which is why I'm such a good DM, you know. Anyway. Um, so I'm having this recurring dream of the attic. And at this point, you know, that whole, like, creepy kid thing in the attic was, like, done because we'd had the house blessed. We didn't hear any more giggles upstairs and no more toys being found on the floor. But in my dream, I'm laying down in bed. And um, I keep hearing, like, a walking. Like, just up and down pacing in the attic, which is right above, of course, our heads and where our room is located. And so in my dream, I walk upstairs the up to the attic. And I'm on the landing. And I look up the couple of stairs to the the, 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 art, the doorway into the attic, and there's a man standing there. And he's wearing, like, a very severely cut, old-fashioned black suit. He has the white shirt underneath that has a little string tie. And he's wearing, a, like, a, a low top hat. So it feels circa 1850s and 60s, you know. Um, almost like Abe Lincoln look, but not a tall top hat. Like, a, a nice, small, sporty one. And I don't feel afraid in the dream. Like, I should be because there's some random dude in my house, you know. But when I'm there looking at him, I just, I can't see his face. But he's kind of leaning towards me, like, out of the, the doorway. And I feel this wave of, like, sadness just hit me so much that I kind of go, <gasps> and I can't breathe. And I start crying. 
And I said, oh my God, are you okay? What, what's wrong? Can I help you? And he says, I can't leave. I, I, I'm stuck here. And I'm like, I don't know what you mean. What, there's steps. You walk down the steps and then you go down more steps and then you go out the door. Like it's, it's a straight shot, really. If you think about it, it's just a lot of steps. And he goes, no, you don't understand. Like I'm stuck here. I can't leave. I'm just, I'm stuck right here. And then I wake up crying. And it happened for like a week straight. I wake up and I'd be crying in bed. And he'd be like, you're okay. I'm like, no, I had the dream again. I'm good. I'm good. And so we were downstairs, what, the next morning? One of the mornings. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, one of the mornings after you had the dream. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we were washing dishes or making breakfast or something. And my brother Jack had been living here because he's going to college. So it was closer to live here and, you know, go and be a commuter. And he came down and was like, man, a really weird thing happened last night to me. And so I said, okay, well, tell us what happened. And do you want to tell us part? Uh, you know better than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he says, well, I was up late playing video games because he's a college kid. And he, it was like at his computer desk, if you will, like a, a, a the old-fashioned screen. It's actually were glass. And, you know, we're going back to 2011, right? 2012 or whatever it is. So he's like, I was playing. And I, I heard someone pacing the hallway behind me. And I just figured it was you or PJ walking the baby because, you know, she wakes up and you walk and you rock the baby. But then I realized that... I hadn't heard Sophie cry, so it couldn't be her, number one. Number two, the walking stopped and there was someone behind me. And I could feel that there was someone watching me from the hallway. And if it was you or PJ, you would have walked in or said, hey, how's it going? You know, like just kind of whispered while you're holding a baby. So I, knowing your house, because he'd heard all the stories at that point, he's like, knowing your house, I kind of went, oh, I'm going to catch it. He's like, so I paused the game and in the reflection of the TV, uh, the, the computer screen, I could see someone clear as day in the the door frame of, of, the, of the bedroom. And so he's like, I kind of turned slowly and I saw a man wearing a black suit and like a really small top hat. He had a beard. He had the string tie. And he just was like watching me and I didn't feel scared, if that makes sense. Like he was just, I felt like he was just curious. So I kind of did a double take to look at him a little bit closer and he was gone. And then I just didn't feel him there the rest of the night. But it was just a really weird experience. And I, he's like, I know I was awake. I, I know that I wasn't like, you know, sleep deprived. So until I tell you that I had a ghost happen, a ghost happening in your house. And PJ was, I think, washing dishes because he literally dropped everything. Like you heard, you heard dishware clatter. And he's like, what? And I said, let me tell you about a dream I've been having. <laughs> and so talking to the priest, we kind of came up with the idea that maybe, like when they bless houses, they bless all the rooms, but they might not bless the hallways. So this ghost was like literally stuck in our house because <laughs> he was like blessed into rooms, I guess, you know. But we had another blessing done and we never heard or saw that person again. So he got out of here. That's so interesting and it, it does it makes me think of i mean even when we were talking about like putting the salt down i'm like oh supernatural like i've seen that show <laughs> <laughs> but you know there's one episode in particular where they talk about like these ghosts that are echoes and they're just sort of reliving particular moments in time and they're stuck they're, yep. you know and not that that's necessarily what it was but it, it just sort of reminded me of that that just well, in a loop. Well, that's something that, um, like, ghost hunters, and mm -hmm. I say that with quotations because, you know, so many <laughs> of them on TV are just garbage. I think but, we're all ghost hunters that are being in our houses true. collectively. Yeah. Whether we want to be or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just, like, ghost 
happeners. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not an enthusiast. Yeah, we're not yeah. enthusiasts. Um, <laughs> I know, this just kind of happens. They classify ghosts into two different categories of intelligent, which are the ones that communicate and interact with you, and residual, where it's just a record playing on repeat. Mm-hmm. So like poltergeists would yeah. be like... A lot of your stuff, I feel yeah, like, it's like yeah. a, a little like, bit residual at your house. I feel like we had both. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you definitely yeah. have both. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, Our house does it? not discriminate on rules <laughs> whatsoever. But, like, the radio <laughs> incident, it's like, that was opportunity It's equal right? opportunity <laughs> haunting. <laughs> it's an equal haunting opportunity, I, I guess. basically, it was like, what's going to freak them out the most? Let's do that. The tea didn't work. Let's move on. I feel like ours was more a prankster. Though. Like, you know, like whatever it or they, you know, if there were multiple were, like, was more like pranky. I, I don't do, know that it was so pranky for you guys. But I think when you were gone, I think whatever was in our house was like, I will not be ignored. I don't know. I, I was not pranky was towards Ray. Ray had yeah. every right to run away. Maybe <laughs> this was just amorous, you know, I a little lonely. N- yeah, well, are you lonely, I'm Ray? There. I'm here to take her place. Thank <laughs> God she's gone. <laughs> There are boundaries, and then there are boundaries. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, boy. Anyway, so he might have been, like, you were saying, like, a record player kind of thing. You know? Yeah, just, you know, this energy that was imprinted into the walls of the house right. kind of thing. Could have been. But it had to have been, like, some dude that was here, like, locally. Right, yeah. yeah. Someone who has been yeah. in the property. Well, because this, like, house, house. this house predates, it's an 1800s house, top, tops 1901. So, yeah. But there was always... At its youngest, 1901. Yeah, this, there's always yeah. been a structure yeah. here, whether it was a house or, and you know, the place for the well. And you don't know what was before this house. Oh. We do. The well was the local but well for the... there t- easily could have been a building here. Well, I'm saying, there's always been a structure. On this property. Oh, yeah, that could have yeah. been a hotel yep. or who knows because it's right on the main road, yep. right at the town Did square. Did you know that there were houses across the street from us back in like the oh, yeah. 1800s, oh, 1900s? Yeah, totally. Early 1900s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, from the, the pictures. Is, yeah. uh, but then that part of Millville became more and more developed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, developed. Nobody really gets it. Our one need, traffic light. We do need town. to like <laughs> include photos of Millville because it is like the quintessential small, small town. town. Think about like that town in Hocus Pocus. Not even. No, I mean, oh, yeah, okay, not even. Even. We're not talking a traffic light here. We're talking a blinking red light, which is more than yeah, a I'm trying to think sign. of like what, like, even the town in Stranger <laughs> Things has a mall. Yeah. <laughs> a nice one at that. Which includes it was the, you know what? They that. might have had to drive to that mall. We used to have a mall. Oops, sorry. Not in town. Hmm. The Quaker Village Mall. Oh, I don't know that that was ever a mall. Oh, I know. Really? Listen, we had I mean, something. I mean, just because then, they quite call honestly, it you guys. I we mean, have if two we're gonna, pizzerias. If we're going to count that as a mall, then you guys live next door to a mall. We have so many <laughs> eateries. We have one traffic light and like six eateries in this town. And they're all pizzas. Pizza places. I know. It feels like, yeah. Yeah. Basically. But that's why Ray says that we live in the financial district of Melville. Oh, you do. That's right. There's an insurance company. There's a bank. I live by an insurance company. The bank is gone, though. Where do I live? You live in the hub. The hub. Downtown. Downtown Melville. And clearly the ghost's like where you live. Well, that's surprising. (laughs) (laughs) If they think it's prime real estate. Oh, it is. Yeah. I know. That's part of the story. The fourth part of this. What are we talking about? Prime real estate or prime ghost estate? 
Uh, and so that moves us into, I think, your next story. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this is actually PJ's back. This one is always helpful with a visual aid, but unfortunately, we don't have that. So we I'll have do a my best. Of the well, though. Yeah. You will we check do. the website for this episode and find some pictures there. Ooh. So, um, mm-hmm. this spring of 2013, Eli was just born. And, uh, like Marchish time, so he was like maybe just about to be born even. And we put some toys of Sophie's down into the basement until he's old enough to play with them. Walkers and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a musical piano yeah. was one too. Uh, so I put them in the basement for them to just sit until he's ready. Then sometime early summer, June, July, our dog Bandit's favorite blanket goes missing. This dog loved the blanket. He would put it on his back. Yeah, and walk he around. he would like, crawl underneath it and sleep under it. Even I remember this. It's yeah, the blue and the dark blue yeah. blanket. Yeah, it, right. it was green and brown. Green and brown. Oh, oh great! Yeah. We had a blue and dark blue. You had the blue material. one. Yeah. Yes, but it had a little bit of down inside yep. of it. I know exactly the it's blanket. It's a great blanket. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember it. So it just disappeared. Like it was gone, and that dog like. We knew where it was. It was on his bed. Like, the, the blanket never left the bed, or at least a five-foot radius from the bed. So... He would drag it back to his bed. Yeah. Blanket was gone. I started working at, at school, at her school, that year. And when I introduced myself to all my new students, I said, like, this is my dog, Bandit. Here's a picture of him in his blanket. Blanket is missing. We don't know where it is. Blanket That's is gone. Darn ghost. So hopefully, hopefully we find it someday. But until then, like his favorite blanket is just missing. Then that led me to like you know talk about the house a little bit and things like that. And the kids thought it was great. Uh, then the following spring wasn't it that fall he passed away, two thousand thirteen? No, no, okay. no. Sorry. Um, the following spring of twenty fourteen, we find the blanket under the toys because I went down there to get the toys to bring up for Eli now that he was a year old and ready to play with them and I pick up the toys and there it is underneath them which how it got underneath them I don't know and it was covered in dirt like dry crumbs of dirt just all over it like it been drug outside somewhere in a mud puddle yeah <laughs> then left to dry it was after he'd passed away though because you couldn't bury him with his favorite blanket. That is true. Remember? Yeah. So, yeah, that I was, was a big thing. Is how sad all this time yeah. passed. He didn't have it. Yeah. That blanket was gone for a good long time. That's why I was so angry because, like, take my take my shoes, take my watch, take the dress, whatever. Right, but he what did pass away in the fall, for? yeah, because it was really hard to dig a, yeah, it was, a grave it was cold because it was cold. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had epilepsy and stuff, so, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, good old dog, but be, I was I was upset because he was buried with his second favorite blanket. And yeah. I was like, my dog is dead. Give me the blanket back. Nothing. Huh. Yeah. So that was So that leads us though, because you found that right near the. Right near the well. Yeah, it was. Yeah. About Which is six bad. feet away from the well. This is called the Wellhouse Exorcism. And now we get to it. Yes, the actual like. Yeah, we get stuff. into the really intense yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's from been here a lot of out. teasing up to this yes. point. So now we're getting into the meat of the story. Well, and I feel like all those stories, like they're 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 cutesy. You know, like they're, they're kind of scary. The the black thing in our our room was scary. The creepy noise in the monitor is scary. But whatever. Like you can 
ignore that, make it go away, whatever. And um, a lot of it was were... so infrequent yeah. that it didn't really matter either because it was so spread apart. Well, and yeah, th- that's, that's a good question. Like, how often, say, you know, in a quarter, like, would you hear or notice something? Or in six months? Or in a well, year? Well, that's a good question because we felt like there was this kind of, like, reciprocal process where as soon as September hit, it would start escalating up until about mid-November, getting close to Christmas, and then it would be done. Mm. But there were always little things happening. Like, so we have so many stories we didn't tell, but they pop up on my Facebook all the time. Like, the one time Sophie's little flip-flops went to Sapiro, you know, when she was a, a toddler. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the flip-flop thing. I forgot that it took her shoes. So there's lots of little things. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in the next episode, we have, like, two video clips that mm. happened literally a year and a week apart from each other. Yeah. Uh, it was end of October, both times, that yeah. something happened. One time with a house full of party guests. Yeah. We um, felt so vindicated that night. That, by the felt, way. that yeah. felt really good after the fact. I, I, feel, I feel bad teasing that right now, but that, like, that to me was so vindicating. I'm like, look, other people noticed it, but don't leave. But Please yeah, stay. That, that was easily, like... <laughs> One of the worst moments. Yes, too. that was. Once we started. So okay, when, we're not yeah, when we get to that, when we get to I that. I will throw in there, though, because, like, people said this to me, too. Like, how could you live in a haunted house? But it's things like that. How you just mentioned, like, well, Sophie's flip flops disappeared. And it's like, you can so easily chalk that up to be like, well, absent mindedness. Absent-mindedness, I misplaced and whatever. And we were the same way with our cats, with our dog. Oh, a cat knocked it over. Oh, a cat did this. Oh, mm-hmm. the, whatever. You know, and, and some of that could very well be true, but it, with so many different things happening, it's not likely that all of those weird things can well, be attributed like, to When just I tell an these next two stories, because we're going to end with this last section of stories, right. um, because it ties into the ball house, um, I felt like I felt connected to one episode of Paranormal Witness where someone was having a very similar situation in her house, her family's being attacked, and she said we fit, like the reason why we didn't leave. It's not only because his house had been owned by a Hayden forever. It was because we uh, we physically, monetarily could not leave. Mm-hmm. And that's a situation that nobody wants to talk about. The the ghost things were infrequent. The blessings seemed to be working. They were Band-Aids, but they were working every six months. We were having a, a priest bless the house, and it was doing okay. But... Like, I just, it it was impossible for us to even consider moving because we didn't have money for a down payment on a new house. You know, you can't just pick up a family of four and yeet. You can't do that, you know? So that was part of it was more like we just couldn't afford to leave. We were stuck here, which is, I think is even scarier when like, you know that you're stuck here, you know, like that's just, that's kind of horrifying. So my last story, because this happened to me is the, it cannot it ties in with the well house and this is why we call this the well house exorcism so that right back where pj found the blanket that's the story eli is born i want to take him to get some pictures taken and we're nerds <laughs> as proven by our <laughs> website um so he has a superman onesie superman pants superman shoes and a really cool blue hat so i have this all planned that he's going to look dapper for his little photo shoot but the onesie has gone missing. And I'm a little anal retentive. I like to put things away where they're supposed to be because I like to know where they are. So I'm not like late for something like a photo shoot. Um, So I go upstairs to the nursery. It's not in his drawers folded. And I'm like, okay, maybe it got tossed in the laundry by accident. I go downstairs in the basement. I rifle through the entire basket of clean laundry. 
it's not there. So I rifle through the dryer of fresh laundry too, it's not there. Okay, I'm gonna go back upstairs, I check that again, it's not there. And so I stand in the hallway down here in the living room, PJ and Jack and Sophie are in the living room with the baby. And I, for the first time, talk to this entity in the house. And I said, I just need the Superman onesie. I know you took it, but I need it. I, I, I got to go. Time's a ticking away. I got to go. And so I go back down in the basement to look and see if it is back down there where it's supposed to be. And there it is laying across the blue basket of laundry I've just rifled through. And it is laying across beautifully with Superman you know, pointing up. There's no way I would have missed it. You know, it's just right there, like a beacon. And I kind of just go, oh, whatever, and I grab it. And so like I'm in that position where I'm bent over and my hand is on it, I'm clutching it, and I freeze like a deer in headlights because my eyes are trained right against the back wall of the basement because something has caught my eye. Straight like, ahead of her. Yes, and it feels just like that moment when I was looking in the nursery and that, that corner of my eye, but now it's in front of me. And that's where the well is located. Fun side note, exactly right in front of me against the back wall. Um, and I see this shape, but it, it's it's only a shadow and it's against the back wall. And it is, I call it the skulking figure because it's skulking from there and it starts traveling left along the wall basement. Almost like there's something behind the light and it's casting a shadow, you know? And so I'm only seeing the shadow of this entity, but it's physically impossible because I'm where the light is. So it should not be casting a shadow. And so I'm watching it and it's not even human. And that's what really scares me is like, it's very thick on the top half of its body, like where its head should be and its shoulders should be. And its legs are bent the opposite way. So the knees are buckled backwards, not forwards like a human. And it's walking like this. So I, I can't really show that on a podcast, Loping. but it's walk, it's like walking. Yeah, like a pan or like maybe like how a deer walk or a deer, yeah, the back legs, they bend that way. And its arms are like they reach down, but they're not human arms. And the hands are long and it looks like they have big talons. And I can see all of this in the shadow because this shadow is crystal clear and it's walking around the basement. And again, I'm stuck in this position kind of watching it kind of going because I've had like that, that fright kind of situation. And it starts walking to where the chimney is. And again, they've never been in the basement, but like that's around to my left side now. And I realize like it is there at my nine o'clock. And if I don't like get out of here, it's gonna have me locked in this basement because the steps are over here, you know, at the other side. So right yeah, yeah, finally, it's way to get behind yeah. You. And so finally my, my brain goes, gotta run. The good news is I grabbed the onesie wasn't stupid okay wasn't going back down here for the goal it was people. already in the hand but i book it upstairs and i grab alex or sorry eli and i go running i'm like there's something in the basement gotta go by i'm like i book out the door and pj and jack are like what did she say something's in the basement i don't know it's fine um so after that we actually called the priest um for help because things started escalating and so we're actually going to end with that story with uh, Father Marco coming for the nursery. But I do want to say with the skulking figure in the basement, after that happened, 
I was pushed down the basement stairs twice. Mm. The first time I thought, okay, I'm wearing fuzzy socks, I'm being stupid, I could have fallen. So I kind of chalked it up to me being clumsy. But the second time, I'm on the landing at the top of the basement stairs, thinking to myself, gosh, do I really want to go back down there? Because I was not enjoying going down there for laundry because of that figure I had seen. And I felt a very cold air behind me and it blew past my right shoulder. And I felt and I heard a voice right against my ear going, go, like, like that. And I go shoving, something shoved me against my right shoulder and I go flying down the steps. I came up with like bruises down my entire right leg. My ankle was twisted. It was bad. And so for a while, only PJ went to the basement. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going down there. You're in charge of laundry. I will clean this house. I will clean everything else. I will not touch that basement. Um, so it took me a while to get back down there, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, so that happened. But after the skulking figure, we actually called our priest and said, listen, the, the blessings aren't working. What else can we do? And so Father Marco, I thought was pretty cool. He did something. Uh, so he suggested we had a mass for um, all the souls that were in the house. Uh, so we went to where most of the activity occurred, which was the nursery. And we had it in there. And it was a hot summer day, but we had an air conditioner in the room. And the room is like... 10 feet by 9 <laughs> feet stick. like it's like a cell um i think it's smaller than a cell it's maybe <laughs> right it's an l-shaped so no no the original nursery oh, oh that was my bedroom <laughs> yeah your bedroom not the blue room <laughs> the, the my bedroom yeah. Oh. yeah the yellow room the yellow room sorry uh, to our listeners there are two nurseries because alex is in a different room now true. yes who would have thought we put the babies in a different room yeah, moving well, on yeah. <laughs> we got smart yeah so um third time's a charm so we're in this room and that an air conditioner can turn into a deep freeze easily. Oh yeah. Uh, it's a tiny room. And as we're going through the mass, it's getting hotter and hotter in there. And uh, to the point where like the priest is sweating bullets. We're all sweating bullets. You can actually see like heat mirages, like the ripples in the air from like the heat of it all. I almost passed yeah, out. Yeah, Shanna almost passed out. So by the time it was over, we all got out and like immediately ran for like water and iced tea and everything else that and we could. And PJ's parent, your parents were here for it. They were in the hallway. They felt nothing. It was, yeah. they could, the AC was blowing on them. They were freezing the entire time. Yeah. So, so it was only us in the room that were like dying. Well, as an English teacher, you've read the short story, The Yellow Wallpaper. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first read that in college, I was like, oh, that could be describing my bedroom my whole life. <laughs> but anyway. The wallpaper in this house was not very pretty. Well, I'm no. so glad it's all gone now. Yeah. But yeah, so after it was over, Father Marco said, did you, did you feel that? And I'm like, yeah. he's like, I could tell you were getting really, really dizzy because I, I was like hanging on to the crib. I was holding Eli because he was calmer in my arms. But like I was like clinging to the crib for support because it was so freaking hot. Because it was terrible for our non-Catholic uh, listeners. Like it comes to like a mass is a mass for Catholics. It involves everything. I mean, without music, it's still thirty-five like, to forty minutes. Yeah, without the music. And what month was this? It was the dead of summer. July, dead August. of summer. The, dead of summer, the yeah. middle of summer, July or August. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was pumping, and yeah. we had one and in every room, so it should have been freezing in there. Yeah. But we had a full mass, so mm-hmm. we have you know the body and the blood in there. Yeah. 
Yeah, we had and everything. Father Marco wasn't dressed like in his usual like Sunday clothing. He was in the outside. The he was wearing an alb. Right? It was a light one. It was a very yeah. the light summer alb. Sure. And he, he had just. I mean, he was. It, he didn't have the chasuble on. Oh yeah. right, yeah. It's not a. I mean, it's not like yeah. a so he shouldn't have been sweating. Hundreds of people. Exactly. Is, is, he didn't you know, have all. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Just yeah. He all should the not have been sweating. Right. 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 And you know he's bald on top, so like it was just sweat <laughs> right. on top of his head too. Oh. But he's like, yeah, I felt that. He's like, I think we did a good job. I think we did something. And I, I was hoping he'd be right, but he was dead wrong. Yeah. Just you, like everything else, it worked for. A brief while. I would say that mass made everything worse because after that mass is when I got shoved on the steps and I had never been shoved before. <laughs> yeah. And so how long from the mass to then the next step, which was the exorcism, which we were getting to? Five uh, years-ish, right? Maybe three? No, Father Mark. It was years. That was 2014, so it was three years later. Three, three years. four years later. Okay. But in that You're interim, right. he years. was coming back every six months. I was right the second time. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we, we had lots of other priests who yeah. are coming to do blessings but yeah he gave us prayers to say when we put the babies to bed and but i think I, I think that things well based on our stories things got pretty crazy after that but again it would cyclical it would happen like in the fall the worst would happen october november september i should say like that yeah the september fall. october november and then it would kind of chill little things would happen like shoes missing and whatever but the big stuff happened in the fall yep always just in time for halloween you know yeah. it knew you know it's just new when it when it was needed in. for effect dramatic yeah. effect it adds the house <laughs> seasonal <Yeah>. guest yeah <laughs> <laughs> welcome to our haunted house no really welcome to our haunted house <laughs> the ghost name is jeff he likes purple dresses don't judge him <laughs> and watches <laughs> and watches <laughs> and dog blankets you know he's eclectic and toddler shoes very taste. He, he he likes Flip to flops. he likes to look good and snuggle. Yeah, well, right. and be comfortable. All yeah. Don't we all? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he took my shoes too, so he had an entire ensemble going. That's right. <laughs> so he doesn't subscribe to labels. So we've heard a lot yeah. of your your stories. So ultimately, where did it all lead? Like what what did this culminate in? In an exorcism. Fun fact: I didn't know there was a well in the basement for the longest time. Really, I had no idea absolutely no idea and so when i learned that the skulking figure was down with well i'm like there's a well because <laughs> like, it is covered yeah i so mean how long you, you moved into the house and didn't discover that there was a well until remember the basement was pretty full of stuff mm-hmm. so um i didn't even pj had to move stuff out of the way because again we bought the house from your parents so we were watching their stuff until mom had passed away and they could take their stuff with them to the to the farm so he didn't move stuff out of the way from even to see the well that's yeah. why I because right. it's covered by a slab, so like you, it looks like the and the floor. slab is like a heavy, like it's not something like a kid can move. Yeah, I'm like not going to move an that. adult to lift Have that thing. Like shown a flashlight down. He showed there. it to me. Yeah, it's full of water. It's very pretty. Well, it's very yeah. nicely constructed. It definitely would have watered the entire town. <laughs> and it never overflows, which is awesome. Yeah. Like, it knows. Mm-hmm. Like even when the town was flooding from all those rains and. 2011 yeah. with Hurricane Lee, like yeah. it did not. You didn't have any. We didn't our, know. So, but that well is going to play a very big, important part in our story for the rest of it, and it's obviously for the final episode. Be, yeah, yeah, the reason why we had to have the exorcism. It was interesting to learn all about our house from an outside source. Yeah. Yes. So, I learned more from him than I learned from anybody else. Yep. Mm. Guys, never even stepped foot in our house until that day. 
which is pretty cool. And I guess that takes us then to part three. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, Listen to our other podcasts of Danger and Dice and Games Overboard. And visit us at gamesoverboard.com. You can email us at gamesoboard at gmail.com. Our Irish email. Yes. That's what I call it. Someone took gamesoverboard at (laughs) gmail.com. So uh, that's all I have. Have a great night and spooky dreams. Yes.